Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to Church Boy Confessions. And I'm your host, Emmanuel Heke, and I have a confession to make. It is Monday, March 9th, 2020, and I have a confession to make, ladies and gentlemen. My confession is, is that when it comes to post-grad stuff, post-grad life, post-grad jobs, post-grad anything and everything, I have no idea what's going to happen next. Emmanuel Heke, who may, you know, some of you may think is some type of young entrepreneur or doing the dang thing, wooty wooty whoop, I'm this, I'm that, whatever. I don't know what's going to happen once I graduate. Do I have a plan? Sort of. Um, but I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what job I'll get. I don't know when Unassociated will take off and begin to actually fund my life. Um, at least I don't know the exact day. I don't know what's going to happen next. And let me tell you that that fact of me not knowing what's going to happen next haunted me for, I'd say, half of the year so far. But now, not so much. And I hope that by sharing this message with you today, if you're the person who's super scared about what's going to happen next, that you stop worrying so much, that you stop overthinking so much, that you stop stressing over it so much, that you stop having such strong anxiety, such strong apprehension for the future. Because there are people in this life, and it might be you, who have so much pressure put on them every day. Maybe it's from other people. Maybe it's from yourself. So much pressure put on you every day, and it's really hard to carry. And for the people like that, it's either you learn how to not tolerate it anymore by doing something about it, or you lose. At some point, it comes down to sink or swim in a lot of cases. And this company exists to not just help you swim, but to get you out the water. (laughs) To have you walk on water. I don't know what I'm doing next. And I wanted to share that with you guys because maybe... That'll help because I want you to understand that you are not alone. Um, I have not put out any applications. I've not applied anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. I've not applied anywhere. I have not sent an application to any person. I've not sent a resume to... I think I've sent a resume. I've not sent a job application. Let's just say it like that. Um, I think I'm in a place where I feel like... Uh, well, not so much because I'm, I'm doing better now, but like... It's been hard for me to translate my talents. Sure, you know, I do all this different stuff with Unassociated, but what job actually requires me to, you know, take all of those gifts and put it into one position? You know what I'm saying? Maybe that job's out there and I just don't know, but it's just like it's hard for me to translate why I'm so 
um uh why am i why i'm a great piece for for a company just because like i mean like i don't know like there's a lot of things that i think that, that are my gifts are not really um easily comprehend comprehensible is that the word um and ultimately i think up until like a couple of weeks ago i was very much tim- intimidated to even start the job hunt process because um i don't know it's just it's, it's it's intimidating i don't know like it just is um it's not something that you really want to think about um i mean we look at our entire life we went from preschool we knew what was coming after preschool was elementary school cool all right one two three four five five fifth grade um and you know you knew what was coming next and that was middle school you know and then middle school came six seven eight um and then you knew what was coming next again and that was high school and then you go through high school as hell as that might have been but you got out because you knew what was going to come next. And this can be different for everybody because sometimes it wasn't college. But for a lot of us, college, you knew college was going to be next. Um, so like you always have some type of sureness knowing that there's a next step. There's a next step. We know what happens next, traditionally. But I think when we get to the end of college, we know what should happen next traditionally. But... For whatever reason, I don't know who places expectation on us young people, but for whatever reason, those steps, that next step is not really realistic for all of us. It's not really the truth for all of us. And it's just like we need to get rid of that step, that notion, that tradition, that idea. And you know what idea I'm talking about, the idea that we're all supposed to graduate from college making six figures. Says who? How many literally like. You know, for maybe some of you guys got those jobs by all means. Thank God for that. Amen. You might, you know, you know, you could probably turn this episode off. You may not need to listen to this episode. But for most of us, for most of us, come on, bro. How many people do you know in your class right now that's making six figures out of college, bro? And the thing is, it sucks because I and I know like a lot of you guys that may be listening or watching, maybe you have immigrant parents or maybe they don't have to be immigrants, but it's just like they have this notion that you're supposed to be automatically financially prosperous right after you graduate college. But it's like, I mean, from my first to my fourth year of college, I've seen all the seniors come and go, but it's like how many of them actually are making a hell of money right now because it's not very realistic. Sure, maybe you're in the you know in the finance industry and you already have your job offer. Amen. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. Or maybe you've, you know, accepted an offer somewhere in at an agency or whatever it might be, but it's like when you really look at it, a lot of us are going to potentially have to just start our way at the bottom. The bachelor's degree was just our way into the bottom. And we have to climb our way up from there. I think that's should be more of a traditionary next. I said traditionary. Ha! <laughs> that's not a word. But that should be more of a commonly agreed upon next step as opposed to the pressure we put ourselves on to make six figures straight out of college. It's not really the common agreed upon next step. At least common, like it's not the common next step. It's not what's predominantly happening out here. But we love to put those pressures on us. A lot of us are feeling stuck. A lot of us are feeling so much pressure on us that we are stuck. It sucks to feel this. We're we're stuck in this position of sadness and depression and anxiety. And it's people and it hurts my heart so much. And it's part of the reason why this company exists is because it's people who 
go to bed each night crying, unsatisfied with their life. It's people that's going to bed because they are failing classes and they want to kill themselves. It's people that don't want to be here no more because of this pressure right here. I can't sit down and watch people my age suffer like this no more, man. (sighs) I mean, it could be post-grad stuff. It could be anything. It It could be anything that's causing you to think like that. I can't, I can't just sit down and let that happen. For those people who do not know what's going to happen next, there's many things that can be done in this time period of ambiguity. Trust me, I hate ambiguity with a passion. Some things are good. You know, in some cases, some context, ambiguity could be great. But in most cases, at least in my life, in my experiences, ambiguity has been such a pain. There's a verse that I want to share with you guys. It's Proverbs chapter 3. It's two verses, but really honing in on verse 6. But I read verse 5 and verse 6. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and verse 6 reads, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. May God bless hearing and reading and understanding of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not on thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. He will direct your path. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge God in this state that you're in right now. Acknowledge him. Recognize his place. What position is he in? What role is he playing? Who are you allowing him to be in your situation? Are you allowing him to be the captain? You know, one thing that has helped me to finally take the pressure off myself when it comes to this postgrad stuff, I'm not going to act like I don't have battles and everything. Every now and then the pressure comes and I got to fight it off. That doesn't mean that I'm weak or that means that I'm, I'm not doing good. It just means that if the devil keep on attacking, then I got to keep on fighting. That's what it is. So one thing that is blessed me um, when, when, you know, trying to ease off you know, the pressure and everything from post-grad is recognizing that I can commit my life in God's hands and he's going to take care of me. I don't know what happens next, but I know who does know what happens next. And the person who does know what happens next wants things to happen in my favor. Jeremiah 29, 11. Do I even have to go to the page? I mean, everybody loves that verse. If you don't know the verse, you should look it up. When I know the plans I have for you, God knows, God says he knows the plans that he has for us. Plans of good and not to eat, not for evil to give you an expected end. We may not know what happens next, but we know who does know what happens next. And that person who does know what happened next tells us to fear not, fear not, fear not all throughout the Bible. And here it says in verse six that if we acknowledge him, 
He will direct our paths. So you're in this state of ambiguity. And God can direct your path. But you have to acknowledge him. I don't know what's going to happen next, but I'm open to whatever the heck God needs me to be doing. Because quite honestly, my life doesn't matter if I'm not doing. I, I, I truly believe this and I don't care if anybody disagrees with me. My life doesn't matter if I'm not doing what I need to be doing, my purpose. What else? Am, like if if I'm not doing my purpose, then what am I doing here? So God knows my purpose. I've been walking in my purpose and he knows what's going to happen next. And if he put me on this planet to do something, of course, he's going to give me the instructions on what I need to be doing. So I just need to acknowledge him, acknowledge him. What is his position? What role is he playing? What is he cooking up? I got to trust that. And I mean, it's a lot of us that are at different points in this process. And it's a lot of us. And because of that, we need to do all these different things Um, because it's some some of us, um, you know, post-grad coming up. Excuse me. Some of us, uh, we know exactly what God wants us to be doing, but we act like we don't because we don't want to go down that route. Maybe we have liked an easier route, maybe a more favorable route, maybe something a little easier on the body or a little easier on the mental or whatever. Um, So we don't want to go down that road. We know exactly what God wants us to do, but we act like we don't. It's some of us that aren't inquiring with God at all. You know, it's funny because all the time I hear people talking about they want to hear from God, hear people talking about all these different stuff, but they don't read their Bible. They don't go to church. They don't do not nothing. And actually to actually like maybe they pray every once a month or something like that. And it's just like you think that you're going to get what you need without actually putting any type of intentionality into it. Acknowledge him, inquire with him. Some of us need to actually just recognize God and learn more about him. So when we hear the voice, we understand that it's his voice talking to us. Some of us aren't acting. Some of us aren't acting like me. I said I was intimidated. I was scared, scared of just anything. So it paralyzed me. It made me not do anything. I'm not even I haven't even sent out an application yet. Scared. So I'm not acting. Some of us need to act. Or maybe you're not acting because you're lazy. Have you ever thought of that? And I know, I mean, I don't. (laughs) Let me chill. But hey, man, you got to be real with yourself sometimes. Like, hey, you know, you didn't do that because you're being lazy. And it's like, don't hate yourself, but you have to acknowledge that. Um, Some of us aren't acting because we're distracted. Hey. You know what you need to do. You know what's distracting you. Do something about it. And if you don't do something about it, then don't whine about, you know, not being able to get things done that need to get done. Simple as that. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Um, Some of us need to trust the process and be a little more patient. Um, Simple as that. You're inquiring with God. You're acting. You're doing all the other stuff. You're crossing all your eyes and. You're crossing on your T's, you're dying on your eyes, and it's like, okay, then you need to trust the process. Some things take time, but God's time is the best time. He makes all things beautiful in his time. That's in Ephesians chapter 3. Forgot what verse. I think it's 11, but Ephesians chapter 3. 
Some of us, in the meantime, need to just serve in the capacity that God has given us to serve in. You're thinking what's going to happen next when God just needs you to focus on serving exactly where you are right now. And the reason why you need to focus on that is because that is your ticket to the next level. How you serve right now is your ticket to the next thing. I want to talk about I want to talk more about this whole pressure. Um this pressure that we all have as young people we need we need to be the ones to get rid of it. Stop blaming your parents for getting on you. Sometimes parents, I mean, I don't know all you guys' parents, so some of you guys' parents could really be tripping, so I'm not even going to act like, you know, that's just healthy love or whatever, but in some cases, I know like with my parents, they ask these questions, their concerns and everything because they love us. Sometimes your parents just really loves you and they want the best for you. So, I'm not I'm not depending on them to change their mindset in order to Hey, like, make sure that you're not hurting Emmanuel's feelings. Nah, like, I think they deserve to know what their son is up to. I mean, they raised me. It's it's not on them to to dismantle this pressure. It's it's on us. We're we've got to be the ones to be accountable for this. We're the ones that's shaping the society of tomorrow. How are we going to shape the society? Are we going to tell the next generation that they need to do A, B, and C by the time they're 22? Or are we going to change that up for them? Some of us, you know, like one really big thing is not that we're getting pressure from anybody else, but it's our own pride. I mean, come on, you've gotten all the awards your entire life. You're a valedictorian, salutatorian, whatever it might be. You're magnum cum laude, samalama, lamalama, lama, amaha, salama, lakalama. Whatever all that stuff means. I mean, like, you've gotten all these awards, you've gotten all these achievements your entire life, but now you come out of school making 20 to 30K a year. Working minimum wage, working at the bottom in the mailroom. Whoa, what? He lost. He's a loser. She's a loser. That's what's just going through your head, right? Because you don't have your dream job yet. You're not making a lot of money yet. Yeah, that's your pride. That's what that is. That's, you know, because a lot of that stuff is actually just what we call life. We have to understand that you're not better than anybody else just because you've gotten great GPA your entire life. Sometimes you need a little bit of humbling. And that's what corporate America would do to you. It'll humble you. Or maybe you're going on to grad school and you thought that, you, man, you made it so far past all this school and you go to grad school and, like, man, it starts whooping your behind backwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pride. Sometimes we got to lay our pride to the side, ladies and gentlemen, and be able to take a whooping and endure that whooping. It's because then we're going to come out on the side and we're going to be victorious, right? Finally, we've come to a place past preschool, past elementary school, past middle school, past high school, where we don't see the certainty on the other side and it looks like we're going to lose. Finally, we've come to the end of the cliff, the edge. And it looks like we're going to lose because there's so much mist in the air that we don't know if we jump that there's going to be something on the other side. It looks like we're going to lose. It finally looks like we're going to, going to lose. We've been winning our entire lives ac- academically, winning our entire lives. But there's no more academics. Or maybe you have academics and whooping your butt. It finally looks 
in post-grad that me look like it looks like me and you are going to lose. You think I don't feel this? The pressure? The fear? I feel it all. I experience it all. But let me tell you something. You have to answer a question for yourself. What do you do when there's no more safety nets? You've had a safety net your entire life. And jumping through hoops from cliff to cliff. So now what do you do when there's no safety net? You need to answer that question. Are you going to accept God's plan for your life? Are you going to actually inquire with God and make the practical steps to getting to know him through Christ? Are you are you going to actually act? Stop being scared. Stop being distracted. Stop being lazy. Um, are you going to be more patient and trust the process when you know that you're doing everything else? Are you going to continue to serve in whatever capacity that God gives you just to serve? We got to let go of that pressure, ladies and gentlemen. You need to know that God has your back. You need to know that as long as you inquire with him, acknowledge him, that he's going to direct your paths. Maybe it's not going to be a shortcut. Maybe it's going to be a long run. Maybe it's not going to be easy. Maybe it's going to feel like everything is just so terrible. But if you know that God's there, He's there right there with you and you're in your purpose and you're doing your thing. That is all you need to know in order to be convinced that everything is going to work out, that everything is going to be all right. I feel it too, but it's not about me feeling it. It's about how I respond to these feelings. I respond by being open to whatever God has in store for me next. I respond to being faithful that whatever that might be, that I'm going to fulfill my purpose and that God's going to be there to make me sufficient in the places where I don't feel like I am. And... I always like to do threes. So what else would I do? I guess um, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to enjoy myself all the way through because I will not look back. At age 22. And only think about. How fearful. I could be. And only think about. How terrible. Things could have been. Maybe 20 years from now. I'll look back at 22. And I'll be very proud of myself. Because. I had a great year. And I made great decisions. 
and I responded to the attacks from Satan and I won. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what you're going to do next, just like I don't know what I'm going to do next. But what you can know is that you are not alone, that this feeling, this fear, it's all temporary. But God's right there. Let him hold your hand and let him walk you through it. Let's go into confessions. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. (laughs) Heavenly Father, thank you so much for being God, the one that holds preeminence in all things. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. You have dominion, authority. Father, when we acknowledge you, you direct our paths, Father God. You've created the paths. You make the crooked ways straight, Father God. There is not a being or thing on this earth that does not submit itself under you. We have nothing to fear. You are there with us. We shall not fear. We shall not tremble because we know that God is with us and we shall acknowledge you, O God, and you will direct our paths in Jesus' name. We acknowledge that we have felt the attacks from Satan, but that shall not define 2020 or the years to come. They will be defined by our relationship with you and the strength that you give us to put forth the proper responses and win. We've already won. The victory is already ours. Help us to receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, go out this week and be happy, and live your life, and be open, and do the practical things that you need to do in order to make sure that you're in the right space, you're walking in your purpose, um, and you're not fearing what happens next. Fear not. This week. Let's try it out. Let's try one week, and I know some people are in finals, some people are in midterms, I don't care. Fear not this week. And let's see what happens. Y'all have a great week. Love y'all. Peace.